come along, you stupid fucks. Take my hand, because this show sucks. <laughs> I came up with that off the top of my head. Like, I, I was like, boom, in the brain. And then, the, and then it came to the vocal cordis, and then it just went came out. And it was like, oh, my God, it's like a, a vision of, like, perfection. What you think about that? <laughs> Are you at a loss for words? My, my, what? What was my? Can you hear me? Yeah, my, I can hear you. My silence speaks volumes. <laughs> All right. So, yes, this is, uh, this show sucks. Uh, once again, Mike and Joe, myself is Joe. Uh, we're here to uh, to uh, watch a shitty show and have you suffer with us. <laughs> so, Except you're not watching it, so it doesn't matter. I'm watching it. Not you. Oh. You <laughs> retard. <laughs> it would be funny if, if, if there was like... Okay, have you ever seen the show Flight of the Concords? <sighs> yes. Okay. Remember how... Um, I, I, I'm brain farting her name, but she's a great voice actress. She's a, their main fan, their only fan, right? She's the groupie. Um, fuck, dude. Doesn't she do Bart? No, 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 no. The uh, Gravity Falls, Falls oh, Burgers, uh, Shaw, Kristen Shaw, Kristen Shaw. Yeah. So, um, she's their groupie, and <laughs> I'm just wondering, what if we have a Kristen Shaw groupie for this for 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 a couple of average Joes, right? And <laughs> and they're they're like, yes. Yes, and they they have the episode lined up every fucking week when it's ready to go, and they they're watching it, and then they're so they're so in tune. They're like, okay, this is where they must have edited because it's not matching. It's not syncing up with the episode or something. <laughs> Just imagine. I don't edit the podcast. Well, yeah, I know, but you you truncate and all that shit, so yeah, it so. throws the timing off. Not um, really. Well, dude, if it, if it, let's say let's say if it's an hour, you can sync up any one of these fucking shows with a few exceptions but you can sync up most of the shows with with all of the videos and it will it'll work yeah so uh yeah that would that would just be funny what's the name of this episode heartbreakers probably probably is a goddamn heartbreak to watch so we'll watch this show kind of um <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll babble on and we'll uh not that was not an intentional um Pun. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we'll probably get so, uh, you know, I don't know, bored with the episode that we'll just talk about other shit in, in the meanwhile. So if this is our, our personal, that's our subtle, our subtle, non so subtle way of letting it, the listener know that if. What? Hold on a second. Playing now. It's not playing. Oh, you fucked up. Yeah. This is our subtle, non-so-subtle way of letting the listener know that uh, if if we stop talking about the show, it's because we've already lost interest in it. Top security access granted. Oh, give me that. Robocop. God, that looks like a clip from a fucking early 90s video game. Okay. I, I used to be fascinated when they would put full motion video... Or even pictures of real, real pictures into a video game, and I, I don't know why it used to fascinate the shit out of me. I, um, I think the first time that I can recall that it fascinated me was when I saw the game Pit Fighter because that came out like a year before Mortal Kombat did. Right. And the digitized actors being in there, it was like you know, 
<laughs> it was just, I don't know. It was something so cool about it, even though the controls were shit. They're still to this day shit. Um, and then, uh, oh, and then when NBA Jam came out, NBA Jam would have, in between um, matches, they would actually have like a, a five-second full-motion video clip of one of the stars of the game doing one of their signature moves. Right. And oh, I don't man. know why, but it fucking fascinated me. I was like, oh! We're right. going to, dude, okay, so I'm looking at Apple IIG games, I'm, and I'm, the reason why I'm doing this is on purpose, because you brought up the full-motion game. Yeah. But, man, I totally love this game. Thexter, uh -huh. have you ever played it? Uh, No, I, I don't. It's a side-scroller. I love side-scrollers. For some reason, those are my favorite games to play, but I don't think I've ever heard of Thexter. It was kind of like RoboCop meets, not RoboCop, um, Robotech. RoboTech. Yeah, meets side-scroller game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, <sighs> <laughs> this is a long load for that. Okay, that's Thexter right there. Sierra Online did Thexter. Okay. So here you are. It's kind of like, you know, a robot. Not bad for... That was a video game. Yeah. A PC so. game. Uh, Well, yeah, Commodore 64 it looks like. Or it's an old PC, PC game. IBM. Well, this one's IBM PC. So there were others that were... I mean, there. some of them were really good ports. Some of them weren't. Now, let me ask you, because you know this shit... Because um, I never had a computer as a kid, um, side scrollers like that—that that kind of that style of graphic capacity and all that stuff—were uh -huh. those available for? Um, how how early were those available for PCs? From the beginning, like like from even from the time when Atari first came out for the home. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I I thought it was for a while. I thought the PC had been like way behind on their games, and then all of a sudden they just. Boom! They they came out with like you know Doom and shit, and then started kicking. No, ass. no. It, it. That was another thing that fascinated me was, um, even though I, I look, I know you're more of a PC guy and I'm more of a, a game console guy, but um, I, I hated the controls for PC games. I, I well, I never had my own, so when I was at someone's house and I would try to play their game on PC, it, I, I sucked at it, so I got frustrated easily and I quit playing. And but there were certain things I loved about the PC games, which was it had uh, more graphic capacity. So you would have way brighter colors, um, uh, better better everything. You know, like like for example, right there, Out of This World, um, game like that looked way better on PC than what? it did on the platforms. Um, but where out of this world bottom left the, the, see the guy in the middle of the screen with the, the moon in the background yeah right there that's out of this world oh. that game fascinated me too because that was the first game um, that came out on the Genesis that actually had a cartoon on it they were able to somehow put the frame the frame you know have the frame enough frames in the memory on the that frame thing. right yeah that they actually have a cartoon cartoon cutscenes in there and I, I remember I rented that game just so I could watch those cartoon cutscenes. Cut it just was fascinating to me. I I don't know if anyone could understand that for the most part because I, I you know most well, a lot of young people they grew up you know with this shit already in their face so there's nothing special about it. But me growing up you know playing a, a shitload of Atari and television and even Pong, going from that and then you know Sega Genesis Sega Master System. And, and then finally getting games where they were able to start putting stuff like that onto them. I don't know. It just always grabbed my interest. Um, I like uh, 
was it when the when the Sega CD came out and they had the the full motion games on there like uh, Night Trap. Holy shit! I watched about a month ago. I watched the whole playthrough of Night Trap for the Sega CD, and it is a piece of shit. I, I, I but I loved it back in what was it ninety three when it came out because I remember renting it. I rented a Sega CD from Blockbuster Video, and it was the big one first where. You had to have a full-size Genesis to fit on top of it. And when we rented it, someone had left disc one of Night Trap in there. So that wasn't even a game we rented. Right. But I kept playing the game. I didn't know how to play it because it also didn't come with the instructions. And guess what? We didn't have any fucking internet back then. So we didn't have the internet as we know it, especially back in 93. Yeah, so we did. as we know it nowadays, God damn it. So um, I'm glad that you could have fucking you know, dial up and all that shit and figure out how to use it. But... Anyway, um, thanks, Al Gore. Uh, <laughs> but I would play the first, when we rented that shit, we would play the um, Night Trap CD over and over again, and then it would go, it would cut to, you know, disc two. And then, like, never, I never got to find out how the game ends. But then I, wa- I finally watched the, the, the playthrough, and it's fucking, it is god awful. Holy shit. Right. It's because every time you would use the, the game, the, the controls in the house to capture these fucking minions that are trying to kill all the the, the co-eds and shit that are in there. Uh-huh. It's just the same cu- cut scene every time. A full motion video scene of the same guys falling into the same traps over and over again. Uh, but it still, it, when I was younger, that uh, there was a game on the 32X version of the Sega CD called Corpse Killer. And not the funnest of games to play, but the cutscenes were great. They had Vincent Chiavelli, who, uh, you know, he was the guy who rode all the trains in the movie Ghost with Patrick uh, Swayze. He was the teacher in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, there you go. So, and. Um, Fascinating. Yeah, and uh, Vincent Chiavelli, he, he just, I mean, he milks the shit out of this character he plays, this voodoo mad doctor who's creating zombies in Jamaica, right? <laughs> and. And you'll make them. And all these like cutscenes, I, I would play the game just so I could get to the cutscenes and watch it. And if you beat the game with enough points or whatever, it would do this thing where the hot chick in the in the game, because every game had to have a hot chick, right? Right. The hot chick that rides with you everywhere, she's sitting in a bikini in a boat, and she's just the camera just stares at her for five fucking minutes during the end credits. If you beat the game with enough points. So you always tried to get that so you could watch that and, you know, have your fun teenager time uh, with the closed door. So I just, I don't know why. I, 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 never, I never took all that shit for granted at the time. I, I really appreciated every time there was an up, an uppage in the quality of, of uh, full motion video and stuff like that in games. I, I don't, it, it, to this day, if, if you put in, um, if, if, you could find a Genesis, and you could put in a, a, a you know a cartridge of NBA Jam. It would show you the Genesis shitty, over pixelated uh, full motion video of a clip of Scottie Pippen dunking the ball, right? Right. And it it it's bar- you could barely fucking tell what it is. It's so shitty, but it's still cool as hell because it was this progress in in technology at the time. You know, it's it's pretty much like going from nothing to something, and and yeah, I, I, I think that's what's cool about our generation because you're only we're only seven years apart, is that we're like in the middle of that shit. We're like, um, 
Oh, here it is. You know, we're, we're not the old fucks. We're not the greatest generation kind of people that grew up without any of this shit, right? You know, just the people circled around the radio every every evening to listen to, you know, Little Orphan Annie or something. You know, we grew up in in the where this shit was starting, where all this cool technology was starting. And so all of this stuff is still really cool. I mean, a fucking smartphone is really cool, you know? Um, uh what else? I mean, just everything, every kind of technology. I mean, I'm still to this day fascinated about iPods. You know, the fact that we can put all this music onto one little fucking thing. Um, it, it's, it's just like what uh, Louis C.K. said. It's a miracle, and no one gives a shit. Or I, and Patton Oswalt said the same thing. You know, no one gives a shit. They make so many of them, the people just give them away, right? Right. Um. But yeah, that's what I like though about our generation right now. Is Unless it's a Zoom, then they're eight hundred dollars or nine hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but that's what's the cool thing about our generation is that we, because right now everything, all the '80s shits being riffed on, everything. Holy fuck! I'm watching movies now that are showing up on Netflix, and a lot of them, some of them will have an '80s theme to them. You know, like certain kind of music sound, like synthesizer sound for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, or certain kind of just storytelling elements. It just it's very eighties like, um, and it's very popular. I don't know how how popular it's going to stay. I mean, for how long it's going to stay popular, but it's it is it is cool just to see. Um, I would another thing I'm, I'm hoping for is um, is well one thing I'm hoping for is that that we don't just get this tease with the with the Nintendo Classic system where it only had 30 games on it and then they just they sold it for a, a second a millisecond and then boom it went to eBay right where now you know if you really want one if you if you have that boner to get the, to play those 30 classic games you're going to have to pay you know 2 to th- 2 to 400 dollars for one of them which I'm not going to do cuz I'm not I'm not a fucking tool like that but if they start to you know come out with stuff like this more often, I, I mean, I, I would spend money on it because it, I, this is the funny part. If I put on, I you know I bought a PS4 uh, a year ago and I bought a few games with it. And now I think I have like ten games for it or so, and I don't play any of the fucking games. The only things that ever I end up going online to the PlayStation Store and I end up buying classic games from the PS2. Or the PS One, like for example, I just bought uh, Metal Gear Solid from the PS One, on the, yeah. and and I put it onto my PS Three, and I just played it all the way through. You know, and it only took me, I think it took me like eight hours to beat the whole game, and I hadn't played this shit in over like uh, like almost a decade. Um, I love that game, but it seems like with these new games, even though some of the the, the stories are told in a like a a, a cinematic. Um, you know, motion picture experience, like as if you actually went to the movies and saw that same kind of quality of movie. There's still something missing in the gameplay. Yeah, there's all this extra shit, but and it looks a lot cooler, but it's missing something. I don't care about all the bells and whistles. I care about the fun of playing, the the you know the storytelling and stuff. And so when you go back to games like say Metal Gear Solid, which all the Metal Gear games do an an, an over exaggerated amount of of uh, storyline, holy shit! Hideo Kojima, man, that guy can go into fucking. It's Hideo. Yeah, what the fuck ever? <laughs> he can go into so many. He can take a, a story and just go into these sh- all these tinfoil hat fucking 
rants with his characters in these games about, I mean, just, this would be like, a, well, let's see, what happens in those games? Those games would be a conspiracy theorist's wet dream, is the direction he takes those games into, with all the government conspiracy shit. Uh, but that, that, that's what I'm trying to say, is that it doesn't matter how cool the new system gets. If it's all going to be pretty much like the same shit, I'm not, I, I, you're not, you're not pulling the skirt up, man. It's not, it's not doing anything for me. And in a way, movies are are like that, you know. Just because you have 4K resolution now and you know better sound systems and all that shit, that's not enough. That's not enough. That that never beats good storytelling, you know. That never beats, you know, other elements that keep movies classics, you know. Why do people want to keep watching Jurassic Park? every year why do people want to keep watching movies like poltergeist things like in jaws and things like that is because the storytelling element is classic it it never gets old you know it's been emulated it's been copied but when it when it tells the story right it doesn't matter how old it gets this new shit man it just i, I don't i I'm, i have an interest for a moment but then i lose the interest i don't i don't really give a shit you know, I know I just went, I just wholly tangented it from from talking about video games to uh, to uh, you know overall thing about our system of uh, entertainment, but I, it's pretty much what it is. What are we watching here? Um, I was looking up a uh, that guy you, has Ulrich eyes. You you were talking about full motion video for uh, video games and yeah. stuff like that, and there's there's this company called Cinemaware. Uh huh. I'm actually looking at their Kickstarter right now. Um, and Cinemaware did a whole bunch of games in the late 80s, 90s. Uh, Defender of the Crown, Rocket Ranger Reloaded, or Rocket Ranger Wings. Um, let me find out. Uh, Cinemaware. I could see those type of games, those looking games would be on something like the 3DO. Or uh, what? What else was there? There was a. They weren't on the 3DO. I'm saying the way it looks, it would be on systems like the 3DO, or uh, what was the other one? That was like the 3DO. They only they they were in. Panasonic did 3DO. They were in. Uh, they lasted until 1991. Cinemaware Inc. is not the same as the same as the company Cinemaware Corp. It's like saying we're the same as Cinescape. Yeah. You know. We own the name. We resurrected the name, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Ha ha to all the others. <laughs> but um, they went bankrupt in 1991 while working on a couple of games. So they did uh, Defender of the Crown, SDI, Cold War era space drama, The King of Chicago. That's the one I was looking for. Sinbad and the Throne of the Falcon, The Three Stooges, Rocket Ranger. That was the game that uh, Mel Gibson's character, Martin Riggs, played in Lethal Weapon 3. Right. <laughs> it came from the desert, the crystal, uh, TV sports baseball, TV sports basketball, Ant Heads, Wings, World War One movies, uh, TV sports boxing. And then they did, then they uh, resurrected the name Cinema, as Cinemaware Inc. And then they did Robin Hood, Defender of the Crown, Defender of the Crown, J Game Boy, the Three Stooges, Game Boy, Wings. And then in 2005, Cinemaware was acquired by predominantly family-oriented game publisher, E-Games. 
shortly after the acquisition, eGames announced the launch of Cinemaware Marquee, a published label to bring new games to the U.S. market. I don't know what the hell is going on. I know they're still around. If you go to Cinemaware, is it Cinemaware? Yeah, Cinemaware.com, mm. you can still get their games. Pre-order now. So they're doing, yeah, Wings, and they got a whole whole slew of stuff that you can buy. Defender of the Crown ZX Spectrum Limited Edition, which actually comes with cassettes. Now, I know you're going to have a, a con to this. I always have a con to everything you say. Oh, yeah. Because you're full of shit. <laughs> but there's all... Okay. I am like... I, I am like your Gilfoil. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's funny you bring up Gilfoil up, man. I just watched that the newest episode. Yeah, so did I. Uh, it's like the offer from the job he saw it pretty much he pretty much says go fuck yourself, but he is, says it in a in a more Is that a hot manner. dog? <laughs> yeah. As he bites into his hot dog. Yeah. No, um, and no then, that's not a hot dog. And then he fucking waits like a minute or two and then he walks into the room and goes, You know what? I'm gonna help you guys out. <laughs> not not because I'm begging you for a job, but because the guy that you want to hire as an engineer is a complete fucking mental case. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 what did he say? You know, the, the guy, the guy is going to end up with ass cancer. Yes. Um, you know what? I, I bet you look. I I like Silicon Valley, but of course there's certain elements of it that fly over my head because I'm not a tech guy. So, you being a tech guy, sort of. Yeah, but you you understand the fucking lingo, man. You understand when they're when they're going to a rant about something, it makes sense to you, right? Depends on what they're talking about. Well, technology wise, you you, you pretty much get it. What they're talking not about. everything. Okay, you just asked me a simple question, and I gave you a simple answer. Okay. Would a lawyer understand fucking lawyer jargon more than the average Joe? Maybe if he heard it. I don't know. Good chances are yes. It's it's like car it's like car fuck jargon. But most I of never the, paid attention to the most of the car fuck jargon. But a lot less. of the things that like see me, I can get the comedic element from from Silicon Valley, even when I'm not understanding what the fuck it is they're talking about. I the, the humor's still there, so you just go along with it, and you're like, okay, I get I, I get enough that I I can keep going. But you you can understand more of the technical aspect of it. So you being that guy. Because you are that guy. How do you take that? I mean, is the show intelligent? Like, say how, say how, like, with the Big Bang Theory, when Chuck Lorre, he hired a, bu- Joe, a couple physicists. Joe, stop. Stop. What? Stop just talking for <laughs> just a fucking second. Okay, I'll just stop talking. You just, yeah. You, diarying all over the place. I get it. I understand your question. You don't need to fucking emphasize or clarify or do any of that shit. I understand what you're talking about. And let's go right back to what you were saying. Denim which is, fucking jackets. Ugh. Is focus on the question. Don't worry about that right now. Focus on the question. I'm here, man. Is it intelligent? Yes. That's what I'm asking. Why are you asking me that? Because I... I, so I what have I told you over the years? I like hearing other people's perspectives. I understand on that, but but your perspective on that show my, has got to be a little different than mine. My perspective on the show is completely different than anybody else's perspective. It doesn't matter what my perspective is. I said from a tech guy's perspective. I'm not a tech guy. You are a fucking tech guy. No, I'm not. Everybody assumes I'm a tech guy because I know tech. I'm not a tech guy. I don't know programming. 
I don't know shit about shit when they're talking about some of the technical aspects of their back-end stuff. I could care less. So let me ask you, do you find the show intelligent? It sounds intelligent. Okay, that's not what I asked you. Yes. Okay. Then my opinion don't mean shit. God, dude, come on. No, it's true. I, 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 you it has... It, look... It, it's it, like you're saying that just to kill the conversation. I'm not killing the conversation. My opinion don't mean shit. If you like the show, I like the show. I'm not, don't get me wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. I like the show for a whole lot of different reasons other than what you probably like the show for yeah. because my parents were in Silicon Valley when it first, quote-unquote, started up, okay? They, my dad worked for Atari, uh-huh. And before that, he worked for a company that sold the machines to Atari. And then after that, he worked for Apple. So that whole, that whole process up until 1985 or 86, 80, well, whenever the shuttle exploded. Oh, 86. Yeah. Um, up until January of 1986, when everything started to... Because we, we've got to watch the whole entire area grow. Yeah. My perspective on what Silicon Valley, the TV show is, as opposed to everybody else's, is going to be different. If you didn't grow up there, then a lot of the inside jokes and stuff, you're probably not going to get. Hooli being Google and everything else you'll get, but the inside jokes being... The fucking ranting and ravings of these lunatics, you know, like Gavin. Because yeah. there are people like that. Oh, I bet. You know? And what surprises me is that they haven't gone retro and done the whole Steve Jobs, John Scully, Bill Gates thing. Which they're kind of doing in this whole process, by the way. Mm-hmm. But it's just a more modern take on that whole situation see so there is a different perspective and well of course there's a different perspective my my entire experience is different than yours look even when someone doesn't like something and we both like the show but even when like some say if someone has a problem with lord of the rings or or i like marvel more than dc and and you have dc defenders that's constantly defending these last three movies that have come out um you know what they have all their their long-winded fucking explanations of why they're really good and all this bullshit um, I still like to hear, at least once, hear their perspective on it because it it broadens the mind just to see how someone might look differently at it. I, I, I know, like I said, you, you know about this shit way more than I do, so I just want to know how you saw the show. That's but, all. But it doesn't matter. It matters to me. It doesn't matter to them. Flatter yourself up. Doesn't matter to the audience, dude. Does matter. It would matter to the audience if you just said the stuff you just said about it. How there's easy. It doesn't matter to the audience because their opinion is their opinion. My opinion don't mean shit in the in the entire. And this is funny saying because we have a podcast of opinions. My opinion on a lot of shit doesn't mean anything in the whole fucking big world of things that are going on right now. The 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 whole. What does your take on this? Eh. It, it's Look, a weird thing to say, I know, but the truth of the matter is is that one little opinion just because I had a, I, I grew up in, in Silicon Valley, you know, and experienced some things doesn't mean that my 
my opinion is any more valid than anyone else's. Look, I'm not comparing you to the guy, but let's say uh, Patton Oswalt comes on your Anthony and Fuckface show, right? And <clears throat> they ask him his opinion on something that they might already uh, have a different opinion on. I, I can't speak for fucking Patton Oswalt. I don't know what he thinks. Yes, but... If he's there and you you watch you listen to the show, but they don't go, hey, what's your opinion on this? They Have you ever heard Patton Oswalt go onto a radio show and the very first thing that the guy says is, "What's your opinion on this?" So you're saying I shouldn't ask opinions? Have you ever listened to a talk show? Yes. How many times have you heard someone say, "Hey, dude, what's your opinion on this?" Um, when I used to listen to Babylon, uh, when uh, when Garmin would have a differing opinion. On, on a movie or an actor than Kevin Smith. Um, but did Kevin Smith ever say, hey, dude, what's your opinion? It pretty no. much came out in the conversation. Exactly. It's all, it's all fucking natural. Okay. You don't need to ask my opinion every time. What's your opinion? Doesn't matter. I, oh my God. You are like, your pillow talk is fucking horrible. I, <laughs> son of a bitch. I just. Okay, want, hold on, hold on. Stop. Stop everything you're doing. What? You're not getting the basics of radio. The basics of radio is you don't ask someone's opinion. Ever. Because you're going to get that answer. Or you're going to get an answer you don't like. No, from you. No, no, no. No. You don't. If you watch any talk show, you are never going to hear the fucking host say, what is your opinion? They ask questions that lead and give it's a give and take, dude. You, so you never, you never ask so what your you opinion is. You want me is. to subtly ask you what your opinion is without asking you what your opinion is. No, you just have a conversation. People don't. I, I, wait a minute. I, I, me being a movie guy, I ask people's. I ask for people's opinions all the time when, I, when I'm talking to them. Yeah, but that's when you're a movie guy. You're doing a podcast. Yes, and strangely enough, it's about a TV show, which is related to a movie. So bada bing, there we go. No, there's not bada bing, there we go. <laughs> you assuming douche. Dude, I holy fuck, are you are you, look, I, I hate politics, but are you a fucking liberal at times? Because you you, you stop, me, stop. You give me a stop. weird no, quit telling me to stop. No, you, you don't even know what you're talking about. You give me this weird answer, this fucking left field answer instead of just saying what I'm asking. You don't, you don't even know you don't even know what side of the political spectrum look, anyone I, look, is. If I kept telling you to stop in the middle of your sentence, you wouldn't fucking tolerate that shit. I don't tolerate it, but you have to stop when you Actually, that's not true. If I'm saying something that's completely stupid and out of left field and you say stop, I would do that. You're like, "Dude, just stop whatever you're doing. You're fucking whatever you're saying." In your case, you, there are just some things that you're saying that just doesn't make any sense. Do you know what the gist is I'm getting from all this? You don't want me to ever ask your opinion on anything ever No, again. that has nothing to do with it. What I'm telling you is stop asking my opinion. Just walk into the fucking conversation and don't go, Hey, dude, what's your opinion on this? You do it every week. You don't need to. Do you, do you understand the subtleties of what I'm saying versus... It sounds like you don't want to be put on the spot. No. No, you're not even getting it. Yeah, you're right. I am not getting it. I just said, the whole, the whole idea of doing a show is to not ask your broadcast partner 
or anybody that you're fucking interviewing what their opinion is. If you ask me what my opinion is, you're going to ask me questions. I'm not going to answer them. Just fucking go into the whole conversation and start asking regular questions. I don't know if you realize how you sound right now. I sound just fine. I actually value your fucking opinion, and I asked you it, and I feel berated for asking you're you not, I'm not, what your opinion is on something. I'm not berating you. I'm just telling you that in order... I hate when people go, what's your opinion? I hate that. I don't give a shit. You ask me what my opinion is, my answer is I don't give a shit. At that moment, when I asked you about the show, I genuinely wanted to know what you thought about it from a perspective of someone who, who's into tech. I know. And you didn't want to be asked that. Because you said, what's your opinion? I hate that fucking question. I've hated it for the longest time. There are very few things in this world that I fucking hate. And there's, there's three things that I hate about conversation. What's your opinion? What do you think of this? How do you feel? I, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to no, do. Let me finish. I'm not gonna, let wait, let wait. me finish. What? Let me finish. And the reason why I hate those three questions is what your opinion is, is people generally, not you, in general, people go, hey, what's your opinion? And then you say your opinion and they're like, oh, but you're wrong. Or you're a fucking asshole. I don't, I don't answer that. And question. I don't do that. I don't answer that question. What do you think about this? Oh, well... That's just another another phrase of what's your opinion? Well, this is what I think. Oh, well, you're a fucking asshole. How often do I have? have I, I done never. That? I didn't say you, Joe. I know, but I, you always bring it out. You always bring the conversation around to. I never do that to you. Yes. So stop. I'm not talking about you. And I'm I talking heard you about ninety nine percent of the fucking population out there. And then, and then the other, the other. How do you feel about that? Well, here's my opinion. Well, you don't want to hear my opinion because I already told you how I feel about it and what I think about it and now my opinion, which are all the same question. So you're saying that I'm a shitty interviewer. Yes. And a shitty podcaster because I did the, because even though I just flat out asked you what I wanted to learn about from you, I shouldn't have done it that way. Yes. <laughs> it's like... This is like going on a date, man. It just not you don't flat out just say I want a bone. You you gotta you gotta fondle and and cater and and, and I don't things. like answering the opinion or think or how do you feel questions. It's fucking dumb. How you, do you, you have feel? a conversation, and the conversation tends to wind its way through all of those things. Hey, I thought I thought this this movie. How do you feel about that? Well, I don't really care what movie you saw. You know, okay, let, let me rephrase Or my... you could have said, hey, I was watching Silicon Valley and fucking Guilfoyle and this and that and blah, blah, blah. You know? God what, what, What was it like when you grew up there? <laughs> See? Now that's my opinion, but you were asking me a different question saying, instead of saying, hey, what's your opinion <laughs> on this? You're such an asshole. I'm not an asshole. You are Guilfoyle. You fucking suck at doing podcasts. Oh. I'm not saying I'm great either, but man, the the whole opinion thing you God. you don't ask you don't ask the opinion. You just have a conversation. At least you're not a fucking conversation killer. I <laughs> Buzz Killington. I know. Um, 
I mean, I, look, I'm not that guy. I, I try not to be that gimmicky guy that's like, you know, I like that Fox Fondler fucker who, who's like, what say you? I'm not going to do that shit. You understand what but I'm saying? But you do. What's your opinion? <laughs> you do it every, and you do it every podcast. And I've never said anything until now. I've never said anything until now. Because. Well, usually your face is in your phone when I ask you. Exactly. Like, oh, motherfucker, I'm trying to look at something. I'm looking at boobies. Leave me alone. No. But. It's just fart vine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fart vine. But. I, like I said, I, I, I. Up until this point in the four years or so that we've been doing the show. I have never once brought this up no you haven't and it's fucking it, it, i think you have a list i think you have a list of <laughs> shit you're like okay let me get joe with this one this time motherfucker no and check it check in the next week <laughs> no <laughs> i don't keep a list hey it's the same set that they've been using for the past four do you see the circle circular door yeah they just keep using the same room over and over again for all their final confrontations Keeps production costs down. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, the whole the whole opinion piece. If you just stop asking what's your opinion and go into what you like about the episode, you know, it generally draws in the conversation. Not I, necessarily episode, but you know what I'm getting at. I, I understand that you want me to. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. I, I do. No, I, I don't. Delivery on it's fucked up, but I, I don't. I, I, I get it. I don't really care if it's fucked up. This. <sighs> I say this a lot. I'm not asking you to get it. I'm asking you to do it. It's like we both know each other. Uh huh. We know about our personal lives and all this stuff like that. Hold on, and and it, sorry for, for me for me to try to fucking schmooze you. I I, I get what you're saying because you, it, this is for when and we're doing other things as well. Like if we're having an interview with someone or something like that, and we move we get bigger and move farther. He looks like he has to I, fart. I, I get what you're saying. Look at but, that! Look at that face on his. <laughs> looks, Robocop looks like he has to take a shit. <sighs> but I've got Crohn's. <laughs> but with you, I, I don't. I don't feel like I need to schmooze you into getting what I want to know. You're not I, I schmoozing. Just ask you, I just flat out ask you. Oh, you know what the hell? He just fired you a know? fireball right back at him. No, look. When we have our conversations off mic, yeah, you never say what's your opinion. You never, ever, 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 ever. We just have a conversation. Yeah. And then you're like, "Hey, did you see this? Or did you see that? Blah blah blah." Hmm. You don't go, hey, what do you think about that? Or what's your I, opinion on this? I think I have about something. Well, yeah, but you don't do it all the time. But for the sake of conversation, is that what you're saying? Yeah, and that's what this is, is well, a conversation. Well, I... And, 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 and you approach, your approach to the podcast is different than my approach. Because I think that you think we're trying to do an interview. <laughs> we're interviewing each other. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not you, so I, I don't know how you approach the show. I know how I approach the show. I, which is, I just go with it. I don't, you know, whatever happens, happens, and then just enjoy it for what it is. Maybe, maybe this is a deep down insecurity of mine, but I feel that, that if I just ask you flat out, instead of schmoozing around it, 
I will actually get that answer because if I might not get the answer I want if I try to do, go about it in another way of asking, subtly asking. Does you that make sense? But you don't have to be subtle. You just don't need to say what do you think or what's your opinion. You just say. Like, because my, 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 this time my question was specific thing. It was, you know, I wanted to know because. Then uh, why didn't you say that? What? I actually have to say I want to know? Yeah. Why didn't you just say what was it like? Okay. Well, so, okay. Instead this, of what is your opinion? You learn every day, right? So. Just bear with me. So if I had, instead which of is saying, what I said like five minutes ago. So instead, yeah, fuck you. But <laughs> so instead of me just flat out saying, "What do you think of?" or "What's your opinion of?" you think I should? You believe? Or you say, you say that I should say, say. Um, In the context of like Silicon Valley, you know, yeah. relating it to experience, you say, "What was it like?" What was it like for you? Or what is the show like for you? Yeah. So I, I'm asking you the same thing, just in a different way. Right, because, because I don't give a fuck about Because my... you don't like being asked what's your opinion. No, most people don't. Uh, you know why I, it's difficult for me? Because I, I'm not that judgmental asshole that, that, that like wants your opinion and then Right, fucking, and I understand that. But the other thing is, is that... whatever you call it. The opinion thing versus what was it like. Yeah. One is a conversation ender. One is a conversation starter. Like... For me, as as the understanding guy that I am, I can I can honestly, if if I'm, I can ask someone who's completely against something that I believe in, and I can straight up ask them, well, "How do you think about this? What do you feel about this?" And then they'll tell me. Well, it, and, okay, that's but that's, that's. And I'll just be like, "Okay, well, okay, well, uh, it's again, that's your perspective on it." That's again a conversation ender. Feel, think, opinion are conversation enders. Well, you know what? I, I will say this: it, when it when it comes to a natural conversation with someone, it doesn't get asked that way. It doesn't get the way that right. I'm asking you. Um, and that we're not having a natural conversation, which is what we should be having. You're saying that that, that me asking you what your opinion is is being forceful. Yes, because <laughs> you have run out of you have run out of things to say, no, or, I'm not, or what? I'm not contributing. I had I, I had plenty because I was going off into more tangents and then boom we stopped at Silicon Valley so I was like all right right I'm gonna ask you because you have a unique perspective on this you know compared to a lot of people that watch the show I don't really think I have a unique perspective I do I think you do because ten million people fucking you know beg to differ <laughs> why because we don't have a tech spec fucking podcast. No, because there's 10 million people that have grew up in fucking Silicon Valley or, you know, worked there yeah. in the last, you know, 30 years. And uh, Yeah, but, I mean, you've, you've, you've hit me with your credentials, man. You've worked here, you've worked there, you've applied here, you've interviewed there. Um, that doesn't mean shit. shit. And then, dude, you got fucking computer shit all over the place. You know, you, know, you have a, a better general view of computers and, and computer-related things than the average Joe. Does that make sense? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> to you, it's just like meh, but to me, it's like, oh, right. It's like this motherfucker gets it. All right. So that's why I asked. But I'll, I'll, I get what you said. I'll, I, I will try to to have a more, uh, what do they call it, genesequa or something. You know, like a, like a, you know, wine You're and dine kind of dork. way of, of getting the info that I want to get. Why don't you just have a conversation? <laughs> God, that is horrible green screen, isn't it? Yeah. Lump <laughs> schwuck. Oh, do up schwuck. 
I, right. I, I always call I call it Lumpshabuck. I had a fucking sh- I had an identical shirt to that when I was a kid. But picture a fat white kid that's like six foot two and zits all over his face. And I had that shirt. Yeah, those shirts were pretty popular in the Oh God, I can't 90s. believe I had that. Fucking Walmart. <sighs> <laughs> I didn't even know Walmart was around back then. Does she have a mustache? Uh, she may. It's dark. Mustache. God, they can't even fit, fit in the budget to have the makeup people pluck that shit. Or at least wax it. Yeah. Uh. Aww. He's dancing with whatever. <laughs> this is fucking awful. That looks like a straight up video game, like a like a PC game cutscene. Right. That's how bad that that CG that that fucking green screen is. Yep. All right, so we're at the end of the show. Thank you for listening to another riveting episode of this show sucks. <laughs> yeah, please podcast etiquette. Please, I would like to know your opinion. So right into the show. No, let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk <laughs> about your likes, your dislikes, and maybe we'll just meet somewhere in the middle. That's not a conversation. <laughs> that's right. a differing of opinion. All right. The balances. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, Shoots and Ladders. Is that the name of the episode or is that a song in there? Heartbreakers. Heart. God. See? And the last song was I Only Have Eyes for You. All right. Not Shoots and Ladders. Shoots and Ladders is a video. It is a board game Ugh. for kids. All right, I'm not gonna ban for time. So rapper for time. This show sucks. I'm Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. All right, we'll catch y'all next time on RoboCop the series. <laughs> almost there. We're almost done with it. Wait, I swear. Wait, yeah. It was number seventeen. Yes. Okay. Adios, muchachos. Bye.